Sam. Don't get hit by them rocks. You think you can get Sam with those, but you ain't gonna get them. Oh, come on. Well, come, oh. on. come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, this looks so nice. good. Welcome back to New Rockstars. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one has arrived on Disney+. Plus. Sam Wilson gave up Captain America's shield saying, that belongs in a museum, just to see that shield go to the most punchable face in the MCU since Tyler Hayward. No offense to either of those actors. You do such a good job just playing someone who we just immediately do not like. <laughs> too good of a job. Oh yeah, a little too good. That's how you know. That's how you know you cast the right guy. Hey, oh, yeah. this is Inside Marvel. It's New Rockstar's official after show for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm Eric Voss here with MT. What'd you think of this episode, MT? My God, Eric, good God. Literally, I was just, my mind was blown. Like after the first 10 minutes, I just had to just pause, take a second and be like, all right. <laughs> The MCU is back proper. We're getting full on action, baby. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's so much to talk about. This is our after show where we're going to react to the big moments and answer the biggest WTFs you had, which to us stands for What, what the, the Falcon? Falcon? <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, by the way, we did see your comments saying that we should have made it what the buck, but trust me, I did think of that, but, you know, written down in comic form, I agree, it makes sense, but here on YouTube, our captions on these videos are sometimes automatically applied, and uh, what the B buck could be accidentally translated into something that just gets this video immediately flagged and we don't make any money from it and we don't notice until hours later. <laughs> so just to avoid that headache, uh, also it doesn't abbreviate to WTF. WTB isn't anything. Also his name is not Buck. It's James Buchanan Barnes, <laughs> aka Bucky. No one calls him Buck. Uh, and also, I just think What the Falcon is more fun. It's a ridiculous statement. Yeah. So. Let's just have some fun. Let's have fun with it. This is What the Falcon. <laughs> I agree. And this is our uh, this is our after show. I'm also going to do a separate breakdown of all the Easter eggs you missed in the episode. That's going to come later today. I think we can get it out faster. Um, normally, it's going to come out the next day. This is not that video. So if an Easter egg or detail is not pointed out in this video... Don't comment it. I don't want to see it in the comments. And if you see someone else commenting that, all of you have permission to shame that person and call them a dummy for not listening to two minutes into the video. Good Lord. We have to say this every time. Oh, they I, still I, won't listen. I co-sign Eric. I, listen, if you do that, you are a dummy. Don't be a dummy, okay? Don't, don't be, a, be dummy. a dummy. Don't do it. Don't do it. So, MT, here we are. Six months after Endgame, confirmed. Uh, Sam Wilson's now working freelance gigs for the military alongside Joaquin Torres, a very important character from the Falcon comics and now a very possible candidate for a future S.H.I.E.L.D. possessor or someone who wants it. Uh, we see Falcon fighting Batroc, George Batroc from uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Awesome. Uh, like he honestly, Batrock, he was legit a leaper in this one. He was leaping. He was from straight up leap. Copter to copter. I was like, hey, that's my man. That's Batrock. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, Batrock <laughs> leaping off again. <laughs> <laughs> who knows where he's gonna show up next? Meanwhile, Bucky, who has not met with Sam yet as of this first episode, uh, he's trying to make amends for his winter soldier past, including all of his leftover Hydra agents and the victims of the innocents that he killed. So Ooh. sad. Uh so we are in this episode. So we're going to talk about who these flag smashers are because they got superpowers. Where yeah. did these powers come from? Uh, it seemed to be the big question that was left at the end of that episode before this uh, broadcast came up. And, you know, if Sam told Rhodey that he 
was okay with giving up Cap Shield, why is Sam now so pissed off that John Walker has it now? Yeah, well, I don't have a question. That's a good one, Eric. Ooh, and before MT and I continue, we are happy to announce the new design for the latest Obsession number three shirt from New Rock Stars oh, and our merch partners at Epic Hero. It is this amazing looking Falcon and the Winter Soldier inspired design, especially from those glorious end credits so filled with Easter eggs, just like this shirt. It's pure anarchy, or in this case, anarchy assembled. Now, as always, these are limited edition collectibles. So once they sell out, back in the blue dungeon they go. You gotta get your hands on these fast. You can get them at newrockstarsmerch.com. And when you do, you'll get the added option to write in a custom shout out that will appear on screen during our Inside Marvel Falcon and the Winter Soldier after shows. We don't have any yet because no one has bought any, but I can't wait to see what you guys write for next week's episode. But in the meantime, Epic Hero Shop just launched a new YouTube channel, Epic Hero Labs, and we are celebrating that with some giveaways of 10 Sony PlayStation 5s disc editions. We've already given away one of those, and the other nine are burning holes in our pockets. We've got very, very big pockets that could fit PS5s in them. Uh, it's it's like 2002 uh, cargo pants are back in. We stuffed them full <laughs> of our PS5s. So we are begging you, take these off our hands. All you got to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel to enter to win one, and we are giving away one PS5 for every 10,000 subscribers on the road to 100,000. So to enter to win the next one, just subscribe to Epic Hero Labs on YouTube, then go to epichero.shop.com slash giveaway to share your information information plus see a bunch more ways to get extra entries into that giveaway it's a free ps5 you gotta it's do it it's a free ps5 <laughs> you're losing a chance to have fun gaming times all right <laughs> mt what is our first what the falcon what the falcon or who the falcon anyway are the Flag Smashers. Yeah, the Flag Smashers uh, have this version of them that are in the MCU, but in the comics, they they appear to be based on, there's one guy named Flag Smasher named Carl Morgenthau. Uh, he's a Captain America villain, and he his goal is to kind of erase all political divisions. Smash those flags. Uh, <laughs> and he kind of leads this terrorist network. Uh, and as is pointed out in this show, the goals are kind of the same here, but here it's a military group, uh, and it kind of emerged from the blip and they kind of liked it that way. They liked a world without borders, without uh, infighting between countries. They're all just kind of miserable together. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And like, I, 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 I really like how they're setting them up to be like this, like these freedom fighters of the people of sorts. And like, I don't know, like, as you can see, like in the show, like they have like a network of like, you know, people that are like, they, they message to like meet up in a place and like, um, just so they can make their crimes easier to pull off, which is very smart. Right. You're just sort of crowdsourcing. Your, right, crowdsourcing uh, uh, terrorism <laughs> v. flash mob, right? Yeah, flash mob terrorism. It's the way of the future. Let's do it. Many of us consider flash mobs to be a form of terrorism. I, I didn't mean... ask to be sung at in a mall food court. Get out of here. <laughs> Honestly, it 100% is. And uh, it's just very uncomfortable. So let's just stop doing that. That's just in general. That's the... Uh, the best thing about quarantine, it's less flash yeah. mobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, here in the show, uh, it's being headed up by Aaron Kellerman's character, who is confirmed in the credits of this episode to be named Carly Morgenthau. So they are bringing in that connection. But what's weird about this group is they have powers. Yeah. They are super agile, super strong. They can jump out of a uh, Swiss bank second stories <laughs> and land without breaking those ankles. Uh, we've seen from trailer footage that uh, Aaron Kellerman's character can like jump real high. She can leap 
from one truck to another in a single bound. And that was kind of the question set up at the very end. Taurus asked Sam, do you think he could be, uh, and Sam's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's only shut episode up. one. There's too many details. We yeah. just can't talk about Don't you know viewers are watching us right now? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but no, yeah, like they're crazy super powered. Like, I think they even like, like remember that part when he like kicked that guy into like the pole and like that guy yeah. is 100% paralyzed. That is a paralyzed man. Yep. He's going to need yeah. those roadie braces to walk around. <laughs> but yeah, no, like these guys are obviously just augmented in some way. We don't know exactly how. Uh, we don't know if they're making like, if someone's out there making super soldiers, or someone out there making like, you know, like a cyborg type people. We just right. know that these people um, have the juice to pull off their agenda. And um, yeah. they seem very They organized. got the juice. <laughs> they got the juice. Uh, the uh, next, it might be next episode, but we know from a, a promo clip that Sam is kind of debating, are they aliens, androids, or wizards? And they're not magic, so they're not wizards. They could be androids. They could be, you know, cybernetically enhanced. Mm. Uh, they're probably not aliens. Though, I mean, let's let's try to sort who these people are. I made a video where uh, arguing that they're either super soldiers or mutants. Super soldiers being like, well, we know the Winter Soldier program was using that super soldier serum. There could be other batches of it out there. Mm. Uh, the mutant argument is that after the events of Endgame that, you know, um, for millennia, there has been a dormant mutant gene in certain people of the population that now, with all these extraterrestrial threats it's now just evolving to be activated to make uh humankind more fit for survival in a broader universe mm. um it might be too soon for mutants super soldier seems like a way it could go oh, could we be looking at scrolls could we looking be looking at inhumans what do you think MC? i mean like okay so in terms of aliens here's a really interesting idea that i was thinking about earlier i was thinking that so remember in far from home that um What's it called? Nick Fury mentions that there are Kree sleeper cells somewhere oh, around uh, uh, Marvel Earth, the MCU. So maybe, and I don't know, but we could be looking at some Kree sleeper cell stuff. Possibly. I like that idea. Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier does take place before Spider-Man Far From Home, as far as I believe, if I'm not mistaken. That's um, right. It takes place, I think, two or three months before Yes, it would be. Yeah. So we still haven't seen those Kree sleeper cells yet. That could still come in play. So You know, and what's great about that is uh, Kree are, um, they're supposed to be different colors, but like yeah. there's pink-skinned Kree that, yeah. you know, in the MCU, according to... To uh to Jude Law's character is just normal you know white yeah. hu Caucasian human being so uh, the pink skin yeah. whites <laughs> yeah <laughs> so presumably they could be though there was this other trailer footage where Aaron Kellerman's character felt like kind of an outcast it almost mm. kind of reminded me of like he's some kind of underground mutant group like Morlocks or something like that but oh yeah it could it could potentially be that because yeah the Morlocks were were pretty uh like low key underground and yeah. like they, they moved from the shadows sort of. So. But yeah, they were they were kind of like sewer dwellers, like yeah. the Ninja Turtles. But they <laughs> they didn't have these like political ambitions. That's more connected to maybe like the Mutant Brotherhood or something like that. But mm. the Brotherhood of Mutants would kind of want their own country. They wouldn't want all the worlds united. Mm. Uh, they'd kind of want just let us have Genosha and leave us the hell alone, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't. Uh, I think this could be some kind of new thing. We were talking about how, uh, based off of the character Joaquin Torres, who we're going to talk about in a bit, mm. uh, in the comics, he has been experimented by a guy named Carl Malice, who does a lot of human experimentation, and that maybe Carl Malice could be behind this and is kind of experimenting, doing some uh, advanced uh, biotech 
weaponry kind of stuff on people to weaponize them and that these people were escapees and now they have these this kind of political agenda it's kind of hard to reconcile the political agenda with their superhuman skills it's kind yeah. of like a hat on a hat it's like well which is going to be the more important identifier of these characters no for sure like carl malice has been like someone that i've been uh really thinking about um ever since i watched the episode because because of uh joaquin torres and like he's this guy who who likes to just, you know, experiment on people, try to give them powers in these in weird way. So maybe yeah. uh, potentially uh, these uh, Flag Smashers uh, could be in league or or, or, ha- or have been augmented with uh, Carl Malice. But we haven't, there, there hasn't been any sign of Malice quite yet. Yeah, but, we're not uh, on the Malice just, train. We're not on the Malice train. But like yeah. Carl Malice is someone that is very significant in um yeah. this, uh, in Joaquin Torres' life. So we, had, yeah. we just got, we got to keep an eye on him. We gotta keep it up. You know, MC, maybe the answer is in their symbol. They have this red handprint, and then now we see it's like over a world. That was the uh, AR yeah. thing on Torres's phone. He's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta pay attention to these guys. So is there something like they just rather than having uh, flags identify the different regions of the world, just one hand that uniques or that uniquely ties them all together? And people pointed this out when we first saw them in the trailer months ago. That like that red hand is it just the hand? Are they gonna be merging those two things? I don't know. The hand are ninjas, right? So probably yeah. not that version of the hand. Yeah, I wouldn't suspect the hand in this at all. I think the hand have a, is a very specific, um, you know, part of the Marvel universe that yeah. this doesn't seem to be touching on. So yeah, Agreed. I wouldn't put a factor in the hand here. Uh, but the hand in the world symbol is is a very interesting symbol. And I, honestly, personally, I think it could be just pointing out to, hey, let's just be one world. Let's just, uh, you know hold hands in, in, a, in a way like let's just keep our hand like obviously they're like a militant group and they're radical and like obviously uh-huh. they're, you know they're very violent but that's like their uh-huh. their main goal is just like all right let's just forget the borders it's all about humanity and um and like us coming together so i get yeah. the symbol but like obviously there could be a deeper meaning to all that yeah and they may be tied with uh with zemo's plan zemo did not show up in this episode mm. so we don't really know what zemo's whole goal or mission or what his whole plot is yet yeah. so th- they could be uh, connected to him but let's look at what they did this episode they did a flash mob and were used that to create a diversion <laughs> to rob this bank in switzerland now mm. i think this is important because swiss banks have the reputation of storing money offshore money for criminals and i wonder if that could be how we get to madripoor madripoor has the world's criminal elite there maybe they do their banking with the swiss bank and these guys are trying to piss off some super criminal or get money for the super criminal by Mm. ripping off some other criminal joker and dark knight style uh like from this swiss bank and that's how it's connected that is an excellent link eric that's literally like because like you're exactly right swiss banks are like the perfect banks for people that do sketchy stuff so like either it's criminals or like you know probably like sketchy politicians who have like you know money on the side it's literally the perfect mark for an organization like um the flag smashers so yeah I, I, it is like once I, once I saw that they were breaking into a bank i was like you know what that's very smart that's like they got some whoever's in charge of the flag smashers they're very very like um deliberate in their actions it seems and there's yeah. like a lot of organization so right. like I, it would be very interesting if if it was just Carly um, Morgenthau um, behind all of this, because like, it'd be great to see like, like, you know, we'll have Zemo and then we'll have Carly and like these two amazing minds, just like, you know, as factors for uh, Bucky yeah. and Sam to deal with. But yeah, uh, yeah these Black Smashers are um, definitely an organized force. And I, I definitely don't think they're the hand or anything. Like, no. Yeah. Agreed. Different. 
Now, they did have this thing where I assume it was cash or it was just money or gold bars in those bags, but they always mm. do this thing in movies where they have big double bags filled with cash. Those would be so hard to carry. Just oh, yeah. one of those. It's like several hundreds pounds to carry oh, yeah. one of those. Like, you would, you would uh, definitely have to hit the gym. Like, arm yeah, should yeah. not be missed. But <laughs> this guy's super strong, so it justifies it. Good job, Falcon Winter Soldier. He justified hey. the physics for once. <laughs> of this. Um, whereas the physics of, can you um, do a tandem wingsuit jump with, like, another fully grown man and still be able to glide down safely? I don't know if you could do that point break style. I, I couldn't just do it with myself, Eric, because I'm, a, I'm a, yeah. a very large man. I would just As sink to the bottom. The wings wouldn't activate, and the, the wings would just <laughs> snap off, really. It's like, oh, good God. This man is too big. <laughs> Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. ADD, no. let's go. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so you know who else is from Switzerland, MT? Oh, yes, I do, my friend. Zola. Zola. <laughs> hey, we on that Zola cola, bro. We, we back Zola on the cola. Zola train. You didn't know hey, we were on hey, the Zola. Hey, Zola. Hey, Zola. Hey, Zola. Hey, I'm just bringing it up. You never know. In those bags, it didn't has necessarily have to be cash to fund a criminal enterprise. It could have been important, weird artifacts that a certain AI would have in some family bank back in Switzerland. Probably not. Probably not. We're reaching You never here. know. Hey, here's another wild Zola theory. Zola was a small man. Maybe Zola was in one of those bags. Maybe they just shoved <laughs> him in. Maybe there's two Zolas. One Zola per bag. Uh <laughs> Like, we got him. We got Zola back. He, they stored him in the bank and we got he him He did not die. He's a very old, shriveled, <laughs> tiny Swiss man. Played by Toby Jones, who's in one it's of those just, duffel bags. This is the co the corpse of Zola. <laughs> yeah. It's very important dark. for them to get it. Yeah. <laughs> for now, I'm just going to say, I think uh, the, these Flag Smashers, it's not as important how they got their powers, it's what they believe. And mm. I think that belief lends itself to being, they're more likely to be super soldiers or something again. Maybe not necessarily super soldier serum, the same cocktail that like Bucky and Steve got, but mm. something like that. Maybe someone like Carl Malice or someone weaponizing these people and then they were bitter from that experience. And then collectively they realized, you know what? You can't trust any world government. You kind of, or you know what? You can't trust any national government if they're going to be at war with each other, let's just do away with that and be kind of anarchists. I mean, you know, I, I understand with the frustration with uh, local government, but like, let's just, uh, let's tone it down with the violence. Uh, you know? You don't need to, you don't need to arrange these flash mobs, guys. Come on. Yeah, you really don't. And, and like, they really stomp the shit out of uh, yeah. homeboy Torres. He, uh, he They really did. Not... Poor guy. He was his, yeah, his eye was not fantastic. He'll be, he'll be okay. Uh, we're going to talk more about Taurus and uh, the rest of the questions you have from this show. But first, we want to thank some people who helped us make it, starting with our friends at Bombas. Thank you to Bombas Ooh. for sponsoring this episode. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. I'm actually wearing them right now. Oh, shit. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> These are Bombas. They're so comfortable. Are we I trying to appeal it to the foot audience? Is, is yeah. that what we're doing? Is this <laughs> I'm not taking off my Bombas. I'm not. This isn't that kind of channel. Yes, we'll, we'll, we're willing to go there if you join I mean, our until Patreon. Until we get really desperate, we can. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll save this feet picks for the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, but we're thinking Bombas right now, right? Uh, Bombas has rethought every little detail of socks to make them way more comfortable. I wear them every day. I'm a huge fan. They make the really short no see socks in a way that they don't slide down inside your shoes, which I hate when that happens. Uh, I'm not sure how Bombas did this, but they nailed it. Uh, and uh, these socks do more than keep your feet cozy, of course. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community because for every pair of socks that you purchase from Bombas, Bombas donate 
donates a pair to someone in need. That's amazing. Uh, it's I, so yeah. nice. I love That's it when so we can partner with uh, with uh, sponsors like this. The generosity of Bomba's customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of over 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, a small comfort that's especially important right now. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase of Bombas at bombas.com slash marvel. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash marvel for 20% off your first purchase, bombas.com slash marvel. We also want to thank our friends at Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Right now I am trying to eat better, but a healthy breakfast does not have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. Every serving has zero grams of sugar and at least 13 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Get yourself a variety pack of cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter flavors. Go to magicspoon.com marvel to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code of MARVEL at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee, so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com marvel and use the code marvel to save five dollars off thank you to magic spoon for sponsoring this video and our friends at stereo thank you to stereo for sponsoring us uh, depending on whether you're watching this you might be able to jump into the stereo app and share your thoughts on this episode with us every friday morning we go live on stereo app with inside marvel stereo is the free live podcasting platform where you can interact with us in real time sending us voice messages that we will air and respond to live. So we were able to get this episode of Inside Marvel out early, but MT and I are going to be doing a Q&A, trying to answer all of your questions live, 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time, Friday morning this week. And then uh, every week there forward, uh, you're going to get an earlier version of this Inside Marvel show live at 9 a.m. So download the Stereo app for free by going to Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. Oh, and this uh, special bonus Q&A segment we do exclusive with our Stereo listeners, that actually goes up on our YouTube channel on Sunday. So you get to be a star if you join us on Stereo. <laughs> also, you can listen to all of our older episodes or to the other weekly New Rockstar shows on Stereo by following our account on Stereo every Thursday evening. Off-screen producer Zach and Brandon are doing a Falcon Winter Soldier pre-show where they make a lot of predictions that probably won't come true. I'm with them on there. I get it. It's fun. It's hard. And they don't have to deal with the consequences the next morning. Good for them. <laughs> so we'll see you on stereo. Uh, but MT, our next What the Falcon. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, who the Falcon is this replacement cap played by White Russell at the end of epi- the episode? Uh, an abomination, Eric. Uh, I couldn't even <laughs> believe it. I was just so, I mean, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, but like the disrespect, Eric, the disrespect to Samuel Agreed. was just so just, it made yeah. me enraged. I snapped my keyboard in two. I took a walk. Um, I yelled <laughs> at my neighbors. It was just no. a really terrible thing. Just kidding. This all falls. No, no yeah. that's a good question. This is U.S. agent John Walker played by Wyatt Russell. And basically He's this wannabe cap. This in like he, he I believe he plays the Super Patriot in the comics. Yeah, he goes um, by a couple different names. He like starts as like a wrestler, and then yeah. there's like a vacancy, and he's like, "Hey, let's start a vigilante group. Uh, I'll be Super Patriot," and then it kind of works. He kind of becomes a replacement cap for a short time. But yeah, but like here's the question though: Why? Why did the government official, that government official, tell Sam it was the right decision to give up the shield just to give it to John Walker? 
Like that's right. my, that's my it's problem. It's messed up. It's messed up. I have a conspiracy theory about this. I have a conspiracy theory about everything, but MT about this in particular. <laughs> so there was that moment where uh where Taurus is like, hey, you should reroute that in the gear. And Sam's like, could you not? And he's like, I'm sorry, it's just every time Ops messes with my gear, it's something messes up. I am wondering if the government is sabotaging Sam Wilson. They want him to drop out of the sky and die. So when he hands over the shield, they're like, oh, great. We don't have to look like bad guys when something bad happens. And he's not the next Cap. He's just Falcon. I think they're still mad at Falcon for joining Team Cap during the Sokovia Accords. Thunderbolt Ross is still out there. He's Secretary of State, we think. He's probably still pissed off. And I think all these government officials want Sam to fail. And they are setting him up. Bro, that's good good that's good that's a good i, I didn't so. even consider that yo that's maybe because they could easily because like that's the best way to get rid of sam it's like if we just mess with his tech he's flying all like all over canyons and shit just have him just fail die just like riley well riley got shot down all right yeah riley sorry or did he get but, shot down or was he set up was he murdered oh my god who knows <laughs> now, now you got me thinking about this government conspiracy god dang eric you're a goddamn goes all the way to the top mt <laughs> i'm telling you oh there's a microphone here so it's blocked out all the way to the top where's my face i am dusting no i'm back i'm back <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. Um, that's a good point that he could easily be getting sabotaged. I didn't yeah. even consider that. I think at the end of the day, whether or not that's true, the government does not want Sam to be the bearer of the shield. They don't want to be at war with Sam because he's still a popular Avenger, but they want their own guy to be Cap. And it was so annoying that they had him stick to those talking points of we need new heroes just yeah. so they can parrot it back and say, well, as, as Sam Wilson said, we do need new heroes. So we're going to get one who looks exactly like Chris Evans pretty much. Yeah. And can just be a, a you know milk toast wonder bread captain america Honestly, it's the same every guy. time i see um you know this this fake cap us agent i think um will schuster um uh, from glee like oh, <laughs> i yeah. forget the actor's name matthew but, like, morrison the teacher from glee because like he just yeah. look i cannot get that out of my head he has a similar um, smile yeah yeah like the, the bottom half of like his face like with the mask on i'm like you're will schuster like yeah. you evil will schuster <laughs> cannot stand you yeah yeah um, yeah he's gonna make everyone sit in a weird uh, glee club room and just sing for each other which is all that show became after a while it was like, like what? so i'm gonna cheer you up with a song that's gonna be a cover of fireworks by Katy perry right uh, i like it's to like, call okay. this one the national anthem <laughs> <laughs> it was just like yeah everyone's always on no no it's another flash mob damn it i'm being terrorized stop it Start. Enough of the flash mobs. We're good. <laughs> uh, we should say this is one of our uh, few legacy actors in the MCU. His father, Kurt Russell, played our Lord in Heaven, Ego the Living Planet. Hey, rest in peace, you evil bastard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kurt Russell's still alive. We should be clear. Oh, yeah, not, 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 Ego, not Kurt Russell. Ego. Ego. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell's an amazing person. Ego. <laughs> so, but uh, what is our next? This kind of related because there's a vacancy uh, for Captain America. So, what's our next? What the Falcon? I mean, this is a good question. Where the Falcon is old Cap anyway. Speaking of conspiracy theories, uh, it was so interesting how Joaquin Torres was like, you know, I just read these conspiracy theories saying that Captain America's <laughs> on a secret moon base looking down at us. I guess is that kind of like a Dr. Manhattan thing? Like, we think he's on Mars and he's kind of like looking down at us. He left, we don't know where he went. Uh, <laughs> but like... The crazy thing about this is, like, that could be kind of true, MT. We know we got sword. There's that peak space station where Nick Fury is up in space. Could that mm -hmm. be where old Cap went at the end? 
I mean, it's it's quite possible because like if you're just a like a regular person in the MCU, you don't know what like what's going on with Sword. You just see people getting shot into space and all that's like you're just like what what are they go what is going on? Yeah. I mean, they got obviously they got Thanos on the mind with like they have an alien invasion that just happened. So it's just like they everybody's eyes are upward. Yeah. So like I wouldn't be surprised if they saw you know rockets being sent into space or like you know some space stuff going on to be like well yeah. cap's gone so like maybe cap went into space like who knows yeah. agreed uh, uh and like at the end of wandavision that scroll met with monica rambeau and was like there's someone up there who wants to meet with you and we all assumed mm -hmm. oh just nick fury because nick fury's up with scrolls on that space station the far from home mm -hmm. post credit scene but maybe old cap could be part of that too now look we're not expecting to see an old man's uh, chris evans show up in the show uh even kevin feige recently was like hey those rumors that he's gonna be in two more movies those are not confirmed uh yeah. so yeah this I, I really doubt chris evans is gonna show up in the show beyond like a flashback or audio echoing back or something like that but just kind of answering that for the broader mcu clearly the show is setting up this question of where chris evans old man cap went uh they're not just gonna say oh he died off or he just disappeared he is somewhere in the show. And I yeah. think Taurus really wants to know. I think he actually wants to know because he <laughs> is pissed off at the Avengers. He's part of this conspiracy. That's my yes. Theory. He's like, where is Cap? <laughs> where are you hiding him? Where is this? <laughs> and like, you know, like in, they specifically did not say that he was dead. And like, that's something yeah. that we should probably just, just like, gone. Like bring to attention. Gone. Yeah, not it's just dead. like, they were like, he's gone. And like, you know, gone can mean a lot of things, yep. but like, they specifically say gone. So, like, he could be on the moon. Maybe the Avengers just didn't tell them about Old Cap in yeah, general. So they're for just sure. Like, yeah. Oh, he went to the quantum realm and then he just never came back. And so now he's gone. But, yeah. like, he's secretly just, you know, playing bingo and uh, <laughs> marmalade on his own. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, MT, I was, uh, I'm working on the breakdown <laughs> right now. And uh, I was going through those exhibits in the Smithsonian. They updated it for the events of uh, Civil War, Endgame, and mm. Infinity War. And if you look closely, it just mentioned just kind of vaguely uh, Steve Rogers disappeared. And mm. I think people don't know that he came back as an old man for sure. They don't know mm. what happened to him in that battle. For all they know, he just kind of disappeared on this mission to save everyone. And they're grateful for that. But they, as far as they know, he's just gone. Poof, vanished. And he was one of the people who kind of traded his life so that everyone else could come back. So, yeah. Uh, but I think this idea is that Sam knows where Cap is. And uh, he's not telling. Oh, yeah. Because, like, um, when uh, when Torres was asking him, hey, where are you headed? He was like, oh, we're just going to do some moon stuff. But, like, he was smiling. So I was like, all right. So this doesn't feel like a somber thing that he's... I mean, obviously, he's giving up the shield and he's not happy about it. Yeah. But, like, it didn't feel like a, all right, my buddy is dead and, like, I have to go do this thing. It just felt like a, all right, this is just something I got to do. And, you know, it's just... So, like, I, I, I definitely do think that there's a... There's something that we don't know about Cap and yeah. out there. But I want to ask UMT who the Falcon is walking tour is. This isn't just a random dude who's a friend of uh, Falcon in this show. This name is important to Marvel Comics and could be oh, a yes. very important to Marvel's future. So tell us about this guy. Oh, yeah, this is a uh, very significant. This is just not your just ordinary just soldier guy. Uh, Joaquin Torres is actually in the comics Falcon, um, who he takes over the role as Falcon when Sam Wilson becomes Captain America. And uh, Joaquin Torres is, is very um, interesting because he had undergone he was kidnapped and then he had undergone genetic experiments by Dr. Carl Malice and um, it's really weird in the comics. They infused his DNA with that of Red Wing, the uh -huh. actual bird. The like Falcon. in the comics, he was yeah. an actual bird and not uh -huh. an AI. And so um, 
he was basically this bird man and he could literally fly and like you know he had bird powers and he had a, a telepathic um link to red wing uh -huh. um and so which is why um me and eric are just like we have our malice feelers up uh -huh. um, because malice he um he's obsessed with making super human people uh -huh. So if um, if Malice is directly linked to Joaquin Torres and Joaquin Torres's um, origins, there could be a possibility, maybe, that he could be in the show down the line. But yeah. we haven't seen anything of him yet. But uh, it's he's a very important figure in um, Torres Falcon's backstory and as well as uh, Spider Woman. That's right. Yeah, Jessica Drew yes. is is connected to Malice as well. Uh, the Torres, I think, is just interesting because he is. Uh, it gives us another option of who could bear the shield at the end of the series, or it makes it more even more possible for Sam to bear the shield because now we have someone to take over Falcon. But you know, mm. right now I don't totally trust uh, Torres because he seemed a little eager to to mess around with that tech. Seemed a little eager to like you know put Sam on Instagram Live in that moment. Uh, that is true. I don't is trust true. him yet. I obviously I'm suspicious of everyone, but I wonder mm. if he's going to be like the government's pick to take over Falcon after they ax Sam. That would be interesting. That would be really interesting. Maybe you're right not to trust him because he was being sketchy with that. He was. I was wondering sketchy. that. He was like he was. He was filming everything. I'm like, hey. why are you doing that? Yeah. You're, aren't you supposed to be working? Like, yeah, and doing? he seemed to be kind of like <laughs> testing Sam a little bit. He's like, oh, you can speak Arabic. Okay, noted. Mm noted mm. noted interesting now, now you're turning me into a conspiracy like a, a harder conspiracy theorist now get that tinfoil hat and make a hat <laughs> <laughs> you're on the moon they're all on the moon empty <laughs> that's why there was no avengers in far from home because yeah. they were all the moon they're, they're all, the all moon, moon people <laughs> but no uh, yes yeah, so yeah, Torres is going to be a really big part of the MCU, yeah. I'm assuming, moving forward. I honestly think that he could actually end up being, if he isn't, you know, an evil son of a bitch, um, it, he could actually end up being uh, on the Young Avengers as oh, okay. Falcon. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a that's younger dude. Idea. Yeah, Young but, Avengers would have to move on from being like teenagers to being like yeah. mid-20s. Like, it's like that's younger young. people Avengers, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not like teenagers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Bucky's list. Who the Falcon is on Bucky's list? How important is this going to be? Is this show just going to be like, my name is Bucky and I'm making amends now? <laughs> I mean, um, there's there was one person on Bucky's list that really caught my eye, and he's right on the very top, Rostov. Or yeah. Rostov. I don't know how to pronounce that. And I believe that this is a an Easter egg or something that is pointing to the existence of an MCU Red Barbarian. Now, Ooh. Red Barbarian was a uh, character in the comics who used to be who had a like who's, he was a spy master, mm -hmm. and he had a, a large network of spies. And he just sent them out. And at one point, he sold these codes called the Zephyr codes mm -hmm. um, on the black market, which were these codes that activated these super soldiered people um, and, and sent them on various missions that they assumed were part of, you know, helping Russia, but was, mm -hmm. were actually, you know, wherever, whatever, um, whoever bought them had them yeah. doing. So Red Barbarian, um, he could be a, a very big factor in um, the Winter Soldier's past because... Who knows how many people the Winter Soldier has worked with uh, mm -hmm. closely 
in the past so we could see rostov being a hydra member um oh yeah in, potentially so who knows it could be anything <laughs> yeah uh he could just be one of these uh rogue uh broker figures you know mm. who he has just made a lot of deals with the devil in the past and he like has sold weapons to these people he's sold uh you know uh informants lists he's just kind of like made money and he's just serving himself and now bucky's like that guy needs to go or needs yeah. to be apologized to maybe bucky just like accidentally you know ran over his mailbox and he's like look <laughs> my name is uh bucky barnes i'm not the winter soldier anymore but i ran over your mailbox and that's technically a federal crime so i have to apologize <laughs> for it uh also i've bugged your house and i'm listening to everything you say you son of a bitch yeah i don't know yeah. it's like oops you know just, just common mistakes everyone yeah. does it just, just casual bugging of your house and, yeah. and running over your mailbox it's, yeah Common mistake. Until we get uh, there, though, I'm wondering if there's going to be more with this uh, Yori Nakajima and his son, you know, or Leah, mm. the waitress he met. Like, there might be more uh, to that thread to pull. This guy was just kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I wonder if, like, that will lead us to Madripoor or something like that. Like, there's more to this, you know, what 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 Bucky did there and what that mission was. And uh, maybe yeah. make it up to Yori. He has to go explore that. I mean, but it could, it could be that, but it could also be, you know, Hydra is all about, you know, getting rid of the right dominoes mm. so that they, their, um, their agenda could be pushed forward. Right. And that was all like what Project Insight was all about. That's mm. what Zola was all about. He was just like, just find the right people to eliminate yeah. and all that stuff as we saw in um, in Winter Soldier. Yeah. So I think that this this person just could be some somebody that was a threat to Hydra or some somebody that Hydra just needed out of the way completely. Yeah. Um, so they were just like, hey, just get rid of this kid. Um, yeah. But I'm very interested to see why he was assassinated and what this kid's link is to the overall show yeah. if there is. I mean, the, the poor kid obviously just, it seemed like he would just witness that thing at the time. I just want to know what that yeah. dude was and like what was really going on there. Uh, I think there's yeah, more. Sure. I, I, maybe this is just one of many things we'll see over the course of the series of other past horrible incidents mm. that happened. But we should talk about Batrock. What the Falcon was Batrock's yes. plan and what's his next move? Because we aren't done with him. We know from trailer footage this guy's going to come back. He's going to be in other yeah. scenes, other fights with them. So what do you think this is, MT? Like, what's Batrock doing? Honestly, bro, I honestly, it's, it's such a good question because, like, I just don't know what he's up to. Yeah, yeah, they seem to be, well, in the context of that scene, they were hijacking this plane to try to get his Air Force captain. They hijacked the plane and they were taking it into Libyan airspace. So what was going on there? Why did they need this captain in particular? Were they just trying to, if they're just trying to capture an American GI or an American soldier... There'd be so many easier ways to do it if they're just trying to get a hostage for a hostile government. Um, uh, Rhodey kind of alluded to the fact that treaties were being torn up. So maybe there's some kind of like, you know, war a brewing between the nations. So they were trying to like steal a prisoner who would have been valuable to trade back for a prisoner of war from their side. But it seemed like Batrock seems like a kind of guy who's like stealing uh, soldiers for governments to trade to hostile rogue nations. Um, but it just seemed like kind of a weird plan. I don't know exactly what Batrock's up to, but like it, it has to tie to the overall story. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's very interesting, and like they seem to be very invested in uh, in taking this man. Yeah, and um, and this guy was like <laughs> they already hijacked the plane before the before the Air Force before Torres knew. That's why I think. This whole plan was weird that they had Sam. They're like, yeah. the guy, this has to be subtle. This has to be private. I think it was all a setup for Sam. I think they wanted Sam to die there. And there was they were all in on it. Like, Batrock was hired by the, the government 
to take out Sam. Because otherwise the plan doesn't make any sense. It could have just been weird writing. Look, I've fallen down this rabbit hole before where it's like, <laughs> I find weird little inconsistencies in the writing. I think it's evidence of something. I don't know. Bro, I do it all could the be time. Nothing. I literally, my entire Twitter feed is just that. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, Batrock is coming back. And I think he's going to be key to Sam and Bucky understanding what's really afoot here. Uh, I don't know if this is evidence of uh, of Sam being set up. But I do, at the end of the day, think Sam is being set up to fail. I think that poor guy is in over his head. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people out there that just don't want Sam to succeed. Right. Um, but let's close out with our uh, weekly segment of Oh Cap, My Cap. So, yeah, we're going to run through the various potential Cap successors, uh, the potential heirs to the shield, and uh, we're going to rank them either that's my cap or not my cap. So I've got my cap cap on here. Hey. Who gets a cap cap? I always look stupid. If anyone needs a cap, it's my bald ass, dude. So I should probably get a cap yeah. <laughs> for the next one. Yeah. We'll get you a cap. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. So uh, let's start with our boy, Sam Wilson. Uh, that's my cap or not my cap, MT? You already know, Eric. That's my that's cap, my cap too. bro. He's the best. We, we hey. love that guy. Feeding the homeless, trying to help his sister get her boat from underwater. Not literally, you know. What a good financial. man. He tried yeah. his best. He tried his best. That uh, loan officers, they're always villains. It's it's, it's the banks, you know? It's just, it makes you want to rob a Swiss it bank. It really does. Don't, don't you feel that way? It really does. <sighs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Bucky Barnes uh, this episode. Uh, that's my cap or not my cap? I mean, you know, Bucky, he's he's still he's still learning about being, you know, a nice a nice boy and and like you know, well, he was um, working with um, his therapist to try to better himself, mm -hmm. but he he's not a hundred percent there yet. So let's just say not my cap, yeah, um, quite yet, because obviously this is a, a story about Falcon. Yeah. But I'm going to say not my cap. Yeah. He's, he's still got some. He's got some going to do, but I'm going to give him a that's my cap just to see Bucky be polite and to have to smile. I'm like, <laughs> that's some Boy Scout shit right there. Good for you. You're so right. Because it was so yeah. awkward. He's so uncomfortable like, wow, for him. Yeah, he really is. Um, <laughs> all right. U.S. agent John Walker or just John Walker. Not my cap. That raggedy man. I don't like I've been kind of mean to him. He might be a really nice guy. We'll see maybe next episode, but not my cap. Maybe. I mean, yeah, the actor, I'm sure, is a yeah. really nice guy. Yeah, Russell's great, but uh, yeah. Um, okay, Joaquin Torres. Didn't think he'd be on our list last week, but now he is. What do you think, MT? I mean, I mean, I don't think he'll be my cap. I don't think he'll end up being cap specifically, but I think that he's a... Uh, if he ends up being a, a nice man that isn't like you know corrupt, mm -hmm. I think he's a good dude. I think he has a good heart yeah. um, from what we from what we know okay. now. And so potentially, maybe he would make a good uh -huh. cap. But I'm gonna say not my cap because I don't think it'll be. Fun. Yeah, I'll say uh, maybe that's my Falcon. But so far, he's given me more reasons to suspect him. He took a beating. I feel bad for him when he got beat yeah. up there. He got his ass beat. He, he got stomped. Really. Yeah. So right now I'm going to say not my cat, maybe my falcon. Well, let us know your <laughs> thoughts on this episode. I'm going to go back to working on the breakdown where hopefully we'll be able to get it out later today. Uh, and uh, just a note for everyone, we were able to get this out early because luckily, and this almost never happens, starting to happen more and more, uh, we were able to get early access to watch the episode. That's amazing. Um, thank you to Disney Plus and everyone um, there for helping us out here. Uh, but next week, we're going back to our normal schedule. So that means Inside Marvel will come out early afternoon Pacific time uh, on Fridays. And our breakdown is coming out on Saturdays. We don't have an early 24 hours to work on it this time. Sorry, but Saturday's the fastest we can get it to you guys and keep that quality that we're doing. 
So uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be for episode two. Episode one, get too faster. But that is it for this episode of Inside Marvel, the after show of Falcon Winter Soldier. MT, thank you so much. You've been wonderful and lovely. Obviously, man. You know I love making videos with yeah. you, dog. You know this is my jam. Oh, well, it's my jam, too. You're my <laughs> jelly. We'll oh. be back next Friday for our reaction to episode two and our after show, which MT will answer all of your big What the Falcons. And a reminder to download the Stereo app by going to Stereo.com slash New Rockstar so you can listen to our weekly live shows, submit questions and theories, and hear us respond in real time. Download the app for free on Apple and Android and create an avatar and profile. Follow MT at Mastertainment. Follow me at EA Vaughn. Follow New Rockstar. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching, and we will close out with our favorite moment of the episode. How old are you? 106.